This is Emirates Diary podcast and you're listening to episode 3. Welcome to the Emirates Diary podcast. Views and interviews from industry leaders on jobs, labor laws and much more. Here's your host, Deepak Machado. Hello everybody, this is Deepak here from Emirates Diary and today we have a very important topic to talk about which is labor ban. By far the most talked about topic on my blog is about labor ban and how to avoid labor ban and today we have with us miss tenji from tailor wishing tenji how do you do today very well thank you deepak how are you i'm great tenji so to start off with our topic of labor ban uh, in continuation with the previous topics that we had covered under episode 1 and 2 which uh, uh, which concerned reg- uh, with regard to standard offer letters and termination of contract and in this episode i wanted to cover the aspect of labor ban and i feel that there is still a lot of confusion among people as to what are the types of bans that we have in uae could you just elaborate on that okay yeah you have um, a labor ban which is a ban which basically means that you are not able to work um if you were to find employment and your new employer wants to attempt to apply for a work permit a labor card um that would not be approved because of the ban so that's essentially a blockage on the system to allow you to get the approval to work um you can also have a different ban which is a more wide as in an immigration ban as in not have the right to to live in the UAE for whatever reason sometimes it might be um because of criminal activity but um you know those are the two main bans that we come across in practice so the new uh, ministerial decree that was uh, released in in uh, 2015 late 2015 was also concerned with regard to removal of labor ban what is the background of this and and could you just explain on to what happened in this uh, what has happened in this la- decree of ministry of labor okay yes of course um so there's the new ministerial decree that um is decree 766 of um 2015 and it deals with the the issuing of new work permits um so if we just focus on um, employees that are on an unlimited contract the decree says that new visas will be granted so a new work permit will be granted which means there'll be no labor ban to employees who were employed on a limit on an unlimited contract where the employer has left with mutual consent so where the parties the employer and the employee have um, had a mutual consent that um you know the contract will come to an end there will be no ban on the employee provided that the employee has worked at least at least 6 months okay. now the 6 months the, the 6 month service is not required for employees who have a high school certificate um for their job or higher qualification um that's not the only circumstances there are um a number more so where one party gives at least 30 days notice as well and honors their contractual notice or where the employer terminates the employee for no fault of the employee again um provided six months service then there's no ban or if the employee has left the employer because the employer has breached the contract 
So, for example, if the employer um, doesn't pay wages for 60 days and the employee leaves, then no ban can be placed on the employee because the employee has to leave because the employer has breached their obligation. Or if the employer, e employer ceases to operate for whatever reason, or the employee has obtained um, a court judgment. So these are all circumstances um, where an, a ban will not be placed and the employee will be allowed to freely move on to the next employer. And uh, so this concerns the unlimited contract, is that right? Yes, that's right. So how about the limited contract? Uh, what what would uh, a person do to resign from a limited contract? Let's say for he, a person has a two years contract, but he would like to resign from the from his work due to whatever reason uh, that is there. Does this apply also to limited contracts as well? Same rule, or okay. are there any variations? Um, a slight variations for uh, a limited contract. So, um, ministerial decree uh, 766 does deal with it, and it also says no um, no labor ban, i.e. new visas, will be issued. The most obvious would be where the fixed-term contract has expired and not been renewed, which is the standard way in which a limited contract um, comes to an end. Where there's mutual consent as well between the parties on a limited contract, provided six months has been served. So this is um, a change where you actually see two parties um, giving consent for it to come to an end. Six months has been served, then no ban will be placed. Um, before, uh, historically, there was an automatic ban where one of the parties hasn't um, finished the limited contract for whatever reason. Where the, again, where the six-month the six service is not actually required if an employee is a skilled worker, if you like, so uh, uh, an employee with a high school certificate or higher um, qualifications, and also where an employee gives a notice um, and honors the notice, so the minimum is 30, 30 days or whatever has been agreed in the contract. So now you see that on a limited contract, a party is able to give notice, so the notice will be between one and three months. Um, but the, I suppose the important point to remember is that even though no ban may be issued, there is still compensation payable for early termination of a limited contract. According to the labor law, it is um, 45 days wages for an employee. So an employee should still be mindful that even though there may be no bans, there may still be compensation payable for early termination of a limited contract. Absolutely. I think there was still a confusion uh, as to uh, in the new decree whether uh, under limited contracts should an employee pay the early termination uh, indemnity to the employer. But now I think it's you've made it very clear that under limited contract, if you're breaking the contract without mutual consent or employer's breach, there will definitely be a, a compensation that you need to pay to your employer. Uh, yeah. So that's great news, uh, Tenji, that labor ban has been... Uh, done away with uh, for most of the people uh, so why do you think uh, Ministry of Labor has taken this step um, I think there's just a, a, a move towards um, you know job mobility um, trying to ensure that you know when an employee wants to leave an employer they're able to do so um, and I think this will also improve compensation it will also improve the work environment so that when an employer employee does stay on they're staying on because 
they enjoy the environment in which they work, not because they have um, signed up to a limited contract. Um, so I think it's a, a positive move all round, um, and, and let's see how it will impact the UAE in terms of working conditions. So, uh, the, just a question which is like uh, not on the main topic. So, uh, why would an employer sign up an employee on a limited contract? Or why would an employee sign up to a limited contract given the disadvantages that he has of uh, paying compensation in terms uh, when, when, he, when he has to resign? So, why do you think... Uh, Companies usually get into limited contract. Is there a particular reason or is it uh, just they like to have this leverage? I think um, sometimes uh, it depends on the industry. Um, many companies will um, recruit for a limited contract, particular, particularly if the employee has been recruited for a specific project. So where you see a project is, for example, a two-year project or a one-year project, um, many employers feel if they're going to pay for the um, employee's relocation, visa costs, medical costs, that they would like some certainty that the employee will be there to, to um, see the project through. So uh, th th that's usually the main reason that uh, an employer does put um, employees on uh, limited contracts. Okay, and also there was a point that was made by Minister of Labor under the decree with regard to the skill levels 1, 2, 3 and 4, 5. I think uh, by skill level 1, 2, 3, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, uh, I think they mean is the graduates and diploma holders and high school uh, uh, graduates. Uh, yeah. So... Are you saying that if uh, if if a person who is under skill level one, two, and three uh, uh, wants to or would like to resign from his work under unlimited contract, he wouldn't face any ban? Is that right? Well, what it basically means, uh, my understanding it is, anyone who has lower than a high school certificate and is working, so normally blue collar workers, they will at the very least need to stay six months before they think of moving on. So it's because if they are to move before the six-month service, they're, they're more than likely to be zapped with a ban. So the ban is not totally gone done away with, but the rules have been um, relaxed. Okay. Um, so the best way in which to avoid a ban is at the very minimum, stay with your employer for a minimum of six months before you think of moving on. Okay, so so you are saying that if I stayed uh, for more than six months uh, under unlimited contract and I wouldn't be facing any labor ban, is that right? No, no, but you still need to make sure you give the proper notice and you honor your contractual arrangements until the end. Many people um, may say, may for example, stay six months and then give notice and then not work their notice. So you still have to make sure that you honor all your contractual obligations as they're starting your employment contract. Okay, okay. So now it's much clearer to me. Uh, so this this obviously is very much beneficial to employees. So what are the steps an employer can take in order to save, uh, save his uh, employees from resigning? 
besides uh, legal uh, aspects what are the ways uh, employers can motivate their employees to stay do you have any mm-hmm. strategies oh. for that um i think just the the usual um you know expectations that, that employees want they want um you know transparency consistency when we talk to employers as lawyers we always go on about you know having policies and procedures so that everyone knows the rules ensure that employees are treated fairly and consistently um you know working conditions should be uh you know su- suitable for all employees and make sure that they don't breach their contractual arrangements by failing to pay their wages paying um, employees wages on time um just this, just abiding by the terms and conditions of the employment contract would probably um ensure that um employees have longer term within the workplace yes i think what what uh, uae as a whole or uae uae government is what they are looking at is i think to increase the happiness index this is what i think where they are going into going uh, getting into with their policy changes on uh, minister of labor yes, and various right. yeah various other uh, rules is it is it am i right here or can you add something yes i think you're on the right track you're on the right track exactly it's it's just ensuring that there's transparency consistency and you know both parties are honoring their obligations and hopefully that will encourage longer retention i mean where we see employees who've stayed with their employer for over 10 or 15 years and you ask them why it's because they are happy because they feel their employer is treating them fairly um so it would be great to see um the that increase throughout the uae uh, yeah that, that that would be really nice uh, going forward in the future so uh, so this this new rule uh, the ministerial decree or uh, 766 of labor ban is this applicable to uh, everyone i mean uh, i have had few queries for from people who have uh, bans which have been imposed in the year 2015 and they are still under that labor ban so is it does this new rule cancel all those existing bans or do they do those existing bans continue and uh, they have to wait till 6 months for for these bans yeah, the, the law is quite the law is silent as to whether it's retrospective but i would i would say anyone who's um you know serving a ban um should make those inquiries with the ministry of labor to see whether or not they can be lifted in light of the amendment okay okay so uh previously under uh, to in, in order to avoid labor ban uh a person who was a graduate need, needed to have 12000 salary when he joined the new company mm-hmm. or for that matter a diploma holder need, need to have uh, uh 8000 salary so is that rule still mm-hmm. there or is that rule uh, been cancelled well um I, th- I suppose you could still get a uh, bans lifted the existing bans using you know that kind of threshold that was there but what you might find, what what you should find is once these decrees are in effect that the bans themselves won't be imposed on the employees okay and what is the best way to avoid ban avoid labor ban for that matter Yeah the best way to avoid bans I would say is to be quite transparent with your employer 
you know, it, it looks, when you look at all these um, uh, ministerial decrees, it is advocating mutual consent. So it looks like communication will be quite essential to ensure that no bans are placed on the employee. And also making sure that the employee abides by their terms and conditions. If they give notice, make sure that they honor their obligations throughout the notice. Um, it's quite common that when an employee gives their notice because they found a good job, then they, they stop working or they stop um, fulfilling all their tasks that they're required to do. What employees must remember is that throughout their notice, they're still under the obligation um, to carry out all their terms and um, duties as, as per the employment contract. Uh, absolutely yes uh, and notice period is one thing uh, that many of the people take for granted uh, but just by ignoring that what they think is since they've resigned and they are like free to come to work at uh, irregular times which is not right i mean if you've uh, resigned and till your notice period you must serve as you have been serving for the for the, for the past uh, uh, time you've been with the company so notice period is no no less than uh, your, your normal uh, working day uh uh thank you thank you for this uh, wonderful uh, uh, episode we've had uh i hope everyone else uh, who's listening to this episode has uh, gained uh, a lot of knowledge through this and uh, i encourage you to uh, uh, comment on this uh, post uh, and uh, let us know if you have any answer uh, any questions uh, and uh, we will try and answer those through the comments uh thank you thank you very much for your time uh, today uh, we will uh, talk again soon thank you very much thank you thank you deepak bye 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 thank you for listening to my podcast i would like to specially thank uh, miss thenji for being with uh, me on this podcast as a guest and an expert i also request you to subscribe to my podcast by visiting itunes and uh, searching for emirates diary and uh, please subscribe to my podcast and leave a review there i would love to re- hear from you what you f- feel about this podcast and what improvements that are required uh, from my side i also would like to thank uh, mr arun for making the soundtrack for the intro and outro of this uh, podcast also please head on to uh, stitcher app if you're using android or you can also go to an app called SoundCloud where this podcast is available. Thank you again and have a good day. Thank you for listening to Emirates Diary Podcast with your host Deepak Machado. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to stay updated. For more information about Deepak and this podcast, head over to www.emiratesdiary.com. 